everyone. My name is Melody Pura, creator and host of this podcast. Welcome to Who Are the Creators, where we have a conversation with people on their inspiration and ideas for their podcasts. It's interesting to hear what the creators have to say. I hope this podcast will help us see our creators in a different sort of perspective. Now, let's meet our guest for this episode, Sophia Jin. She is my good friend and has agreed to chat with me on this episode. She's the creator and host of a podcast called A Little Game Called Murder. Be sure to check her out after you listen to this. Just remember, murder is a sensitive topic and listener discretion is advised. Let's see a different Sophia in a new, lighter perspective. Let's welcome her to this episode. Hello, Sophia. Hi, it's really nice to be here and chat with you. Thank you so much for coming. Now, as a first question, tell me about your podcast. Uh, well, my podcast revolves more around the uh, murder cases, more around murder cases around the world, and what people did, how did how did we solve them, what happened, who did it, um, basically these kind of things, more fact-based. And um, I basically ask a question at the end of each episode so the listener can give their opinion, and it can... Um, Basically, it's kind of a fact opinion uh, exchange. So I give you the facts, and I learn how you think and what you think about the topic. So it may be different from mine. Of course, I do share a little bit of opinion, but I don't want to majorly overload the whole podcast with opinion because that's not a good controversial topic podcast. <laughs> so, what was your inspiration? Um, my inspiration was more or less, you know, just news articles and uh, videos and people who would talk about these things you know you just fall into kind of a hole of you know true crime or whatever topic you're falling into a hole of and you know that got me interested and got me um wanting to learn more well but what exactly made you interested in murder well i guess just the feel like get realizing you know what happened and knowing what happened and then seeing like the case closed or case opened even like it's a sense it's some sort of sense i can't grasp but it's something i want to share with the world and i want the world to hear and i want people to know like people to realize you know that sort of thing wow well what are some challenges that you have faced while creating your podcast well i guess a challenge i faced um you know people don't always accept true crime as a podcast or as a topic you can talk about and discuss <laughs> and you know that's a challenging part of it people discourage you from wanting to talk about these things wanting to learn about these things and it's something people see as unacceptable i guess in a way not reasonable not needed why would you do this and it's not always, people don't always accept that you like this kind of thing. People don't, like, you know, you're talking with a friend and then they go, I can't stand people who, like, talk about these kind of things and, like, want to learn about these sort of things. I think it's not a good topic and I don't like it. You know, you just don't want to speak up and that's kind of a thing I've been going through, you know? Because some of my friends are like, oh, you know what? I really like true crime. And then the other half of my friends are just like, oh, true crime is horrible and I don't like mm. it. So then you have to like watch what you say and watch like how you say it. How do you think people can overcome being discouraged away from their passions? Honestly, I just think 
just follow what you think is right. Just do what you want to do. Of course, not everything <laughs> should be done. <laughs> but if you have a passion of doing something, then you should go ahead and do it unless it's something really bad. Like murder. <laughs> you should not have a passion for murder. But if it's something like, um, I don't know, architect. Don't you have a passion for murder? <laughs> yeah, but not killing people. Like, <laughs> actually killing people. But, like, if you have a passion for architecture or engineering, like, you should follow that. You should be able to um, achieve your dreams. Well, what's your favorite thing about making and creating the podcast that you've created? Uh... I think my favorite thing is just, like, the sense of learning and the sense of that, oh, I'm giving back to a community of people who enjoy this kind of thing. Like, like the purpose of my podcast in general is to create a community and to get people engaged, right? Get people um, excited, get people to explore their interests and connect with people who also have the same interests. It was also mainly for me to, co- to connect to people who have the same interests as me. Wow. So... Um, that's my favorite thing, being able to share and create and, um, give this community of people something that we can all enjoy and something that, uh, we all know we would really like to do. Wow. So based on your podcast, what are your feelings toward murder cases? I mean, you know, murder cases are really heavy. And murder cases are really, I don't know, like, serious. Of course, there are a lot of things you have to think about when talking about, like, murder cases and uh, feelings towards them. I mean, I don't get, like, a tingly sort of, oh, I'm so happy. I'd love to do this one day and murder people. No. It's kind of heavy and it's kind of, it's like, it gives you this serious kind of opinion this serious kind of like attitude towards these kind of things so then what makes you so interested in it if it doesn't make you happy I mean somewhere in my brain it goes like you know what you can do this physically as a human you could hurt something or someone but like not physically of course verbally everyone hurts everyone mm-hmm. which is kind of a problem but you know Physically, people don't always go for the attack. So then what causes you to enjoy murder cases if it isn't the yeah, murder? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Do you enjoy how detectives solve murders? Yeah, I think, yeah. That's basically what I like. Yeah, you worded really well. Um, <laughs> I really do enjoy the steps on how to solve this. I really do enjoy, like, the forensics that go behind this, the knowledge that goes from behind this, the, um, the research and the constant, like, watching of what happens you want to follow along you want to know hey this is what happened and this is how it it's really satisfying to watch up to watch a case be solved but those open cases that aren't able to be solved there's a sense of longing in there like you know like i really like um enjoy when people are able to get their sense of justice and maybe that's why i enjoy murder cases but there's always the two, a few that are like the hundreds that are open and unsolved, unsolved that police can't crack, that detectives can't crack. But there's always that sense of hope. You know what? 
one day, maybe someone will reopen that file and someone will be able to solve that case. Even if the per perpetrator is dead, even the perpetrator cannot be found. Maybe, like, there's just a hope. Like, mm. you'll be able to at least bring a sense of justice back to the family. And it is, it is very, very um, interesting, genuinely. Sometimes murders get solved years, decades in the future. But sometimes when they do get solved, they also help to solve another murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are and really it's, interesting it's cases. Great. Yeah, those are really interesting cases where, you know, one case is connected to one case. But then you know, one case is connected to the other. And then there's another thing that happens. And you go, hmm, what if that's the same thing? You know, like, let's say we have a, a serial killer on the loose. He kills this person. And he kills this person and please don't link them together but then he kills a third person and please see a pattern that's like amazing amazing feeling when you go oh yeah the police have found something the police have done something and there's always a sense of like in my brain like oh i want to like one day be able to do that i want to one day be able to i don't know help people be able to solve these kind of things and uh be able to connect things together be able to find perpetrators and um help mm. victims' families and stuff. Yeah. There is one thing worse than an unsolved murder. That's when the person who is arrested for the murder, it's not totally sure if that's the perpetrator. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cases where uh, a lot of ways police have used on people who actually could have been innocent to the point they had done no crime before. Like, they're so many like things that police have used and so many ways and tactics police have used on people but sometimes these things don't fall through properly like there was a drug test like drug thing done where the where police would only target vulnerable lonely students and these students desperate for friends would give the guy the drug the police the drug even if it wasn't them physically giving it to them if it, if it wasn't them he would arrest them because they seem lonely there was also a case where a police arrested an autistic boy who didn't know better for, for giving him drugs he didn't know better he just wanted friends and you know that sense of crushing that that boy you know yeah that is school. really sad yeah, yeah, there's like a lot of tactics police use i heard of a tactic you know, where they will isolate suspects until they confess this tactic is not good because isolation someone wants to leave isolation as soon as possible and they will eventually start confessing well i mean you know uh that kind of uh way they use is actually not used anymore um it was used like maybe once or twice five times i don't know quite a few times but you know um police never really put people back into isolation but there are some times where a false confession does come out mm -hmm. just for the sake of it. Like, you know, John Bonet Ramsey, someone falsely confessed to killing her. And that was proven false because he didn't have the right evidence and he didn't right have the right timeline that the police found. But her murder was never solved. So, you know, these kind of things are very discouraging. It's really very. sad. It's really uh, sad and confusing as to why someone would confess to a murder even though they weren't the murderer which is why this is a heavy topic but also a really interesting one which is why i do enjoy your podcast and i've enjoyed listening to it it's very interesting thank you so before we end this podcast let's have one final question what do you hope people will gain from your podcast 
Well, I hope people will gain a sense of community, a sense of enjoyment, and a sense of belonging. Because, you know, as I mentioned, people don't always um, agree with your point of view. But I hope by people will, by sharing their opinions with me and sharing their ideas with me, will be able to have that sense of, you know, I, I can join into this community. I can be friends with these type of people. Like, that's, I, that's, I, that's what I hope people will be able to gain. Well, that's a really good answer. And you do have a really good podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and so that sparks the end of this episode. See you again next time on Who Are the Creators? Thank you. Goodbye.